Welcome to Goodwill Talk. We're so glad you're here today. At Goodwill Talk, you'll get to know your pastors, hear answers to your questions, gain biblical perspective on things going on in the world, and most of all, grow in your love for Jesus and the Bible. Let's listen in to today's conversation. What is up, everybody? This is a very special episode of Goodwill Talk because it is the return of the Blue Collar Hour. How are we doing today, guys? I got, I've got, i got Matt Kilduff over here. Yeah, we're good. Well, I'm excited to be back. I'm and surprised they let us come back. I'm, I'm a little surprised as well. I yeah. kind of thought I, the, when I floated the idea, I'm pretty sure they were going to say, absolutely not. You can't let them back in the studio. But here we are. Matt's with us, and Rob Herb is with us. I'm back. I'm back with Matt. Yeah, and uh, Jeff is over here producing. He's a little bit salty today, so I guess we've learned don't give him a week off because he comes back all snippy. But uh, Jeff, our producer, over there in the back hanging out. Um, guys, welcome. How's life? Good. Life is good. Yeah? Life is good. That blue-collar life has is, uh, is, is been treating you well? It's been good, yeah. Things yeah. are, you know, just changes, but yeah, it's good. Okay. Everything's good. All right, so here's what we're doing today. We're talking about what you just said, Rob, change, transition, all of that. Um, but before we get into that, I have a question for one Mr. Matt Kilduff. Oh, I'm on the spot, huh? You, did you, Hot seat. Did you just buy a new toy? I, I accidentally, uh, <laughs> accidentally? Might, might have uh, purchased a vehicle on the uh, on the great interweb. Um, yeah. You did, thought the internet wouldn't do you any good, and no. now... Well, I told you it's an evil thing. Get you in trouble. I said it last time. I'll tell you again. Now I bought a truck, got in trouble. No, I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't just buy a truck. No, I bought a, a project for myself, something I always wanted. And, um, uh, you know, I did it. Uh, well, it probably leads us into the episode as much okay. as it's crazy as it sounds. I did it because of... Uh, um, I, I, I had some health issues, and I felt like I was kind of feeling a place in my life where, you know, I want to do something... Uh, before I don't have the chance to do it, whether okay. whether that's a a, a a dark way to look at it, but that was kind of kind of kind of what led me into it. But um, but yeah. what is it exactly? It's, it's so, not just a truck. So it's a well, it's a 1965 uh, Chevy C10. Okay. All right. Um, all all beat up and and rusty the way I way, the way I like it. It's a, <laughs> it's a good. It's a good blue collar vehicle. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, and it also it makes a nice shameless plug for anybody who might know. Or any, they can find any parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this kind of this really is really kind of focused towards um, Jeff's father-in-law. You know, who who might be a man who has nice wood for the new bed of the truck. But I, I'm not saying he's that. got nice wood in the, bed, but in the bed of his truck. He does have he nice does. wood. Yeah, Wait, and, I, and I also am probably saying. sitting with a, a nice fellow that knows how to plane it down and make it look like something. So you can do that, Marcos. Here we are. Yeah, you Mar- didn't yeah. know that? Yeah, he Fantastic. got a new. He, yeah, you, you didn't see his new yeah. plane. He I got a whole great, new shop great. at his house. Yeah. I have a great awesome. lathe in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, be I learned. I learned what a lathe was like last week. So. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. I, love it. I thought it was something completely different. And they were like, "No, you do it. You use a lathe with wood." I'm like, oh, that's. My fault. It's actually I fun. No if you get into it, it's fun. I don't even know what it fun. is. Oh, I'll show you. We so here's the picture I have of a lathe because I've never. I maybe I've seen one, but I didn't know it was a lathe. Um, you know the thing that the the big barrel thing you mix cement in. Yes. Yeah. When I hear the word lathe, I think of that kind of a thing, which I think is completely wrong. No, they both so. spin, but I don't know. Oh, okay. They, they do both spin. They do spin like that. All they're right. Totally different purposes. But well, yeah, it's yeah. good. We could teach you. We learn you. Can you turn a cement mixer into a lathe? Matt could. Wow. <laughs> 
you know, enough time and money to do anything you want. <laughs> that that work. You know, at that point, they'll just buy a lathe, Let's right? Buy, just buy the lathe. Yeah, you saw my head go right to you. I was but like, you, you, can turn, you, can turn, you can make some nice. You know, I have my my uh, my boss uh, when he had time before he had three children. He has a little, a smaller lathe, yeah. and he does like you can buy kits and you can make your own pencils and pens, yeah, and you know absolutely. you can like turn, you can get cool pieces, little pieces of you know different fancy wood, gourmet right. wood, and and uh, you know it's like they say it's soothing. Okay, see there you go. It's fun. So, You'll like it. Hey, I like I like, like soothing things. High speed whittling. <laughs> high, high speed. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. That sounds really dangerous. It's, it's millennial whittling. Look at this. Fantastic. So, um, um, a '65 okay. Chevy, and yes. you're going to repurpose this thing. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to turn it into uh, more of my like daily driving vehicle eventually, wow. and just have it around because it's it's just something I like. I like older vehicles, and uh, and you're not painting it. You're leaving it. I want to leave it patinaed and rusty oh, and, yeah. and nasty looking, and um. Uh, you know, just cause it's shiny under the hood, shiny under the hood, shiny yeah. on the inside, you know, um, but, uh, you know, ugly on the outside. So well, I could I can park it here at church and these, you know, these animals can just bang their car into the side of it and it'll be all right. <laughs> well, it'll, be, it'll be fine. So there's zero chance that thing's getting stolen is what you're saying. You're not yet. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I gotta be honest. It's 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 a it's a three speed. So if you can't drive a stick, it ain't get these new these new kids ain't stealing. I leave the keys right in. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. A three speed. Yeah, that's a that's what they call that. You know, they call that they call a standard. A, what do they call that now? The uh, millennial uh, anti theft system because nobody yeah, knows how to drive a stick anymore. Drive stick. Wow. Well, I, you know, sorry, to all the millennials buddy. listening. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. No offense to the I'm millennials. Taking the shots here for you. You just were, you know, raised in a poor generation. I can't so, fix that. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's it. oh man. <laughs> no, no. You're like five years older than me or something. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what? It's just like. <laughs> It's like if your football team by wins by one point, you're still one, right? So yeah, I'm not amen. in that class. I could, you know, get away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair uh, enough. Anyway, we've wandered um, off. Yeah. So you got a truck because yes. you just said there's um, so, there's some things going on in your life that have led to some changes. Yeah. So so last time we were here, you know, we sat down and talked. I was 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 in the midst of it and still in the, it'll be in the midst of it my rest, rest of my life. But I have some um, and I have a I have an odd disease. Uh, it's a tumor disorder. And um, so I grow tumors, uh, non-cancerous, uh, by the grace of God. And uh, yeah, so I, I kind of live with that, and that's caused some issues. I've had some surgeries because of it, but really, what's happened is it slowed me down in the in the field. I can't I can't really work uh, physically like I used to. I don't some some of the range of the motion I don't have. Um, so yeah, it's changed and it's created a transition to to me going from being in the field to uh, spending time in the office. And uh, uh, really what I wanted to talk about more really was that I found it odd to myself. I've discussed it with Rob. I've discussed it with you. Um, I've discussed it a lot with Jessica. But through the sickness, I never felt, um, and I think Pastor Jose asked me this, and he said, and it almost, I was almost shocked by the question. And he asked me, have I ever, did I feel forsaken? Mm. And I said, I said, you know, no, I don't. I, I always felt blessed. I felt blessed from, from the diagnosis right through it. I've just felt, I've had a very calm, n never was scared. Um, and I, all I can do is equate that to my beliefs. I can't equate that to my personal self saying that, you know, oh, I was able to, you know, n not get emotionally caught up in the illness and, you know, feel bad for myself, but I just, I felt blessed right through it with the people around me, the church, the, you know, the care that I've gotten. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a, to me, it's a strange, 
safety. You know, I've, I've, mm. I felt almost weird in that, in that, in that, and comfortable. So I guess for me, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, and that the change that that happens. Everybody now, and you know, with with, with what's going on and and the things that are happening, um, especially to the blue collar guys, the firemen, you know, the the police officers, and um, you know, people are making changes in their careers uh, yeah. late in their life. You know, I'm 45 yeah. years old, so it's 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 a hard time. I I, I don't. You know, like we joked last time with the computer, I'm 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 in there trying to do emails and and make purchase orders and use a computer. So it's a it's a it's a change, and that change is is scary. One of the scary. F- one yeah, of the of funniest things that I've heard from Matt was he was complaining that there are certain icons in on the screen where you open it with a single click, and others where it's a double click, and he could there's no rhyme or reason as to why these things happen, and it was I was like Matt. Yeah, you changed, buddy. <laughs> well, they, yeah, you, you ain't you're not kidding. And here's what I want to figure out. You know what I mean? If, if, if you, I, I don't understand why. You know these t- these guys are supposed to. Well, people in general who program, they're supposed to be smart, right? Yeah, it does not seem smart to me. No. <laughs> I mean, and who am I? You know what I mean? I click I, one, you click once, one, you click. What, what's? Yeah, there's no right click on those fruit computers. You have to. You have to fruit hit like, computers. You gotta hit like two fingers or something. Oh, wow. yeah. Did forget you just, that. Is, did you just call Apple? That's a fruit, fruit computer. computer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I like that. Yeah. Fruit computer. Don't you have a fruit computer? I I'm trying to make the transition right now. Tracy was in the room with me the other day. My phone goes off. The computer rings. I'm like, that. That's got to stop. We got to fix that now. Isn't that like, just right a setting now, though? I didn't know how to do that. Yeah, so, but Tracy should. She did. She fixed okay. it. Oh, right. she yeah. fixed it in two seconds. Settings I was like, well that's be a, a, first thing. A hieroglyphic. How do you, how do you, you yeah. know, I wouldn't even be able to get there from here, you know? Because my Windows is kind of acting up because it's old and, you know, I'd, I'd rather replace other stuff than a computer with my money. But anyway, so we have an, I have an Apple and I'm like, all right, look, we're going to do this. We're going to transfer over. And so Tracy said she'd help. And I'm, she's like, it was kind of funny. She goes, what's the first thing you want to do? I go, I don't know. And then my phone rings. I go, okay, we want to fix that. That's got to <laughs> stop. I, that's not working for me. No, it's yeah. just crazy. Jessica, but yeah, lo- I couldn't find anything. Jessica loves that. She turns her computer on, thing dings for fifteen minutes. I'd have shot it. Yeah, it's no good. It's no you know, good. it's in there, bang, 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 and I'm like, is it gonna stop? She's like, oh, I haven't. You know, I had like twenty-two, you know, fifty-two text messages. They all got to come through. Hey, speaking uh, of shooting things, I did a little dabbling in the blue collar world. Uh, you know, I'm proud. I don't even think it's a blue collar uh, thing, but I went shooting for the first time I, I, ever. That's just just as flat manly. I'm sorry. Ever. <laughs> That'd be blue collar. Oh, it's just nice. fun to shoot. Things. Well, I, you know, I don't know how manly it was. My wife beat me. That dude. Uh, I, I, that's fine. Yeah, no, it was fun though. That's, br- that's bragging right. It's called uh, sporting clays. So it's it's not just where you're shooting clay pigeons, but they come from different angles. Oh, cool. So you shoot the first one, and the, the next one immediately launches from a different angle, and you have to try and hit that. So, yeah, my wife, my wife got half of them. I got less than half. I've never in my life shot, but I was just glad I got like That's 19 great. out of 50. I was happy. That's awesome. That's yeah. fun. I'm well, not a well very done. good uh, trap shoot and skeet shooting is not my uh, forte. I, I just fling a lot of lead up in the air and hope that I get, you know, what I'm shooting at. But it's so fun. Wait, a lot wait, of fun. Fling a lot of, what are you shooting with? Well, I got to, I got to, uh, my. Uh, wait, what, hold on. We're not going to get like, we're, nobody's going to end up knocking on your door if you say no, this, right? okay. no, 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 I'm not telling him what I got. What are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, uh, no, I got, Jessica, when we got married, got me a shotgun as a gift, a, yeah. a really nice, um, gun and it's for, it's for trap and skeet. It actually yeah. is for that, but it's a semi-automatic. So it holds like six, six shells in okay. it. So you can, you can kind of get after it. You know, if yeah. you miss, you can just, you know, but I still miss, so it doesn't help me. And my brother-in-law has got an old broken pump action. You know, he stands next to me and out shoots me. So it's not the, it's not the, it's not the firearm. It's the, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. the shooter, but. 
No, but we had a good time. Yeah, we were great. out. We were out in the woods outside uh, outside Pittsburgh. Actually, cool. I think I talked about this with the Goodwill Talk folks already. But yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And I felt I felt very uh, connected Ooh. to you guys when I did that. <laughs> yeah, like all about you guys. I, uh, Rob, are you uh, are you in a shooting like that? I do, do you, not do guns. You don't do no, guns. That's where I step aside. That's on all this. right. Yeah, this is. I, I mean, I I tend not to either. Yeah. This was. Uh, I I love that we have them. I love that we have the right to have them. I love all that. But I just I'm not interested in them. All right, fair yeah, enough. So um, to to get us back on track, we were oh, talking the, about this this transition from really being out in the field doing a lot of heavy lifting hard work to being in an office situation because of some of the health things you've gone through and rob you went through for different reasons a transition when you left really running your own business yep. to joining the church staff what was that change like for you the, the i mean that's a pretty drastic change i mean there's some similarities but well in a word humbling it was humbling mm. because um, back then, I mean, that was six years ago now, I struggled, when I first came on this job, I struggled with identity. I mean, I went from being a residential home improvement contractor to being a, what I called a glorified custodian. And I'm like, this is, this is not, I mean, to this day, I've shared this at our marriage group. I still, when people ask me, to this day, when people ask me, what do you do for a living? I still say I'm a residential home, home improvement contractor. Not that I'm embarrassed by this job, I'm not, but by saying you're a facility director for a church doesn't put in your credentials, especially in a, in a conversation. It just doesn't, for mm, me, it just, okay. I, I, so I still struggle with that, you know? Um, like I said, it has nothing to do with, and it, it has nothing to do with being, you know, insecure about the job or anything like that. It's just to throw your credentials out there, you have to be like, I'm a, I'm a residential home improvement guy. I can do, I can build a house from the ground up. Oh, okay. Now when I talk to this guy, he knows what he's doing as opposed to a facility director who most of the time here, everything's subbed out. You know, I'm just, okay. I'm orchestrating yeah. and getting things to well, happen, you know? That's kind of the, excuse me, that's a blue collar thing. It's a, you know, I know you walk into a facility. A lot of times you deal with the facility director. Mm. They don't know what's going on. Amen. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Absolutely. You know, they're, they're, they're the guy that just calls the phone. They call the phone, you know, oh, okay, I call the electrician. Oh, I call the plumber. I yeah, call yeah. the, you know. Right. So, so knowing I, I get, that. I get where you're coming. I get where Rob's coming from on that. So knowing that opinion, that's where it was hard for me to be that guy. Cause I'm like, wait, I'm not that guy. I'm not, I know, I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not that guy who just has to call people and I'm not putting down all facility. Some of them, I mean, most of them, we, we, we are out there, but yeah. So that was hard for me. And that took, that's why I say humbling. It was hard, mm. you know? Um, but I did what I had to do for the family and I don't regret it. I mean, God has blessed me. I mean, it's, it's weird. I'm making a lot less than I was then, but there's more money in the bank now than there ever was, which is wow. awesome. Wow. It's fantastic. I just don't understand. I mean, it feels like that story with God, with the, with, with the, with you know, feeding, feeding the people. He gave me little, and now he's, I got, I got a lot. It's well, great. you know, I mean, you, you just said you did what you needed to do for the family, and and Matt, I know that was a conversation we had because you could have very easily just said, "I'm not working." Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm in a. Well, that's the other thing, you know, I'm in a position probably where I could, you know, go on disability or stop working, and uh, you know, I have a family to feed. Um, you know, Jessica has really, I don't want to say stepped up, but she's she's got her hands in a lot of kettles and yeah. uh, she's working hard uh, to help provide for the family. And uh, there's a piece. I mean, that's old school. I feels a little, uh, you know, uh, you know, I was raised to provide. Yeah. So, there, you know, you deal with that a little bit. Um, but, you know, hey, look, I mean, you know, if she was a doctor, I'd sit home and fish, you know. So <laughs> let's be honest. Let's let's put it in perspective. I don't have that much pride. You yeah, know? but I don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't think you would. No, nah, I'd be out doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, you'd be doing Honestly, something. I would do stuff for, I would try to do stuff, you know, hang around here and do stuff like, you know, I would try to be the, uh, uh, you know, the Anthony Shallow. 
Yeah. yeah. I'd be kicking around doing stuff, you know, that, 100%. that'd be much more my, my, uh, you know, I have to be doing I think it's, I, I think it's a good rule that anytime we get together and have a conversation on podcasts like this, Anthony Shallow has to get a shout out. Oh, he oh, definitely the, the, the man yeah, holds exactly. it, you know, he, you know, he's that, incredible. Yeah. yeah. We love, we love him. He's yeah. a, he's a, uh, the newly married. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well yeah. done. Well yeah. done. He's excited yes. about that. We're so, excited for him. So the, um, the transition that you made from a blue collar job into, I mean, you still go into the field sometimes, mm-hmm. but you're also in the office more, um, is a, is a difficult transition to, to go from Rob being, you know, being able to, and, and doing a build from the ground up and doing these massive home improvement projects to overseeing the branch system of Goodwill church, which is where you're at now right. is a, is a huge shift. And I wonder, um, one of the, what are some of the mental things you had to go through to be willing to make that shift? Like what were some of the considerations to say, yeah, this is the right decision for me and my family. What were the, maybe even the values that led you to that decision? Because you could have gone in a hundred different directions. And this is the, I think there's a lot of guys, like you said, Matt, who are looking at transition right now and saying, we've got to make a major transition. I've got to leave my job or, uh, you know, I'm losing my job or whatever is happening there. They're going to have transition. And you guys went in somewhat creative directions with this transition. So what were the values that helped get you there? I think, I mean, for me, it was the ability to get outside of myself and just do what I had to do. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I had a couple options. I mean, with the the my my story was my wife's a full time teacher, and we had the little we had the kids, and it was, you know, someone was sick, and I just demoed your kitchen. Like, when do I go back? It was getting crazy, and I told Jessica, "You're gonna my my name's gonna get ruined here." I mean, like, I can't demo out a kitchen and then not show up for three weeks. That doesn't work. Um, so I knew I had to do something, and I needed a transition, and. So it did. It took. I, what was my choice? I stay home with the kids. That doesn't work for me either. I mean, that's going to lead to other mental problems. So I said I got to do something. So I ended up finding the job. And I think just having, I don't know. I don't know whether I'd like to tell you it was a trust in the Lord. It wasn't. I mean, I was mad at the Lord for the first two weeks of me being here because he, I was struggling with my identity and I felt like he ripped it from me and whatever I go. But um, I think. I don't know. To answer your question, I think I just had to do what I had to do. And I just, I just, I, I knew I was going to be okay. I mean, I got other skills, you know, you just go on to the other skills and you, you work with that. There were other jobs that people were offering. And, um, I had a, I had a buddy of mine that does HVAC that said, you can come in for X amount of days. And if you ever need to leave, you can leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, so I found this, this was closer to home and, and it worked for me, right. there's, but there's jobs out there. There's other jobs out there just because you're proficient in being a fireman or a copper or, or, or a contractor or whatever. And maybe your time in that season's over mm-hmm. and look into those skills that you've acquired as a cop or a fireman or a contractor and use that and plug it into a different job. Right. And it's okay. I mean, just, I mean, you're going to struggle with identity and you're going to struggle with, you know, your self worth because this is what you were good at, but you'll be good at something else. I find that I'm here and I'm, I'm very good at this job. Right. You know, and right. it, 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 it works. Yeah. It's a, it's, you know, I think, you know, you were saying about the identity and I think that's what, what, uh, what touches with me is you, you know, and, and I didn't see it till you, you kind of said it before was that like going in and working out at an office, right? I've been there at eight hours sitting there and I'm, you know, bleeping and blooping this and, you know, emailing this and ordering this. And I go, 
what I do today, what I accomplish. Yeah. And it's different. It's, you know, when guys make things, I think, and I don't say guys, people in general make things with their hands. If you're somebody who creates stuff, builds stuff, um, you know, you start with a pile of two by fours and by the end of the day, you there's have a finished there's product a finished there, product, right? right? So, so I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's, it's, it's hard to get a hold of like, you've done something, you know, and, and, uh, the office, the other office staff that are in my office, um, are very happy because things are getting done that were dropped or lost behind the cracks. And I'm getting, you know, people are getting a good feedback that, oh man, you know, we're really happy you're here and these things are getting done. But still on my end of it, you look at it and go, what I really do. You know what I mean? You, you just look at it differently. It's a yeah. different. And I think, I think some of that's the transition too, you know, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's finding accomplishment in something different than what, what you may have done before. before. And that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's tough, especially, you know, when you got a guy, like me, it's I've been in the field twenty five years, and I've been doing it since I was thirteen. So, you know, it, it's a hard, it's hard, and yeah. I can only imagine for you know other guys, you know, having to switch careers and and in the you know in the midst of this nonsense and stuff, it's it's hard. It's it's a hard, it's hard, and I think for me, it's just been I've had a you know it's faith. I've had faith, and and um you know, uh you know I think I found myself in prayer uh, a lot more than I ever used mm. to. Um, and it helps. I mean, I tell you, that's it's my soul's been, been you know, uh, you know, I, I listen to <laughs> you laugh, but I, I put praise music on before I came in today. I wanted to get my head right before I walked in here, you know, and uh, uh, you know, that's I just I'm I'm thankful for what I have. I'm I'm yeah, blessed man. to be here with you guys. I'm blessed to be in this church. Um, I'm blessed to have people around me who are believers, you know? And I think, I think all that's just changed my life. And I, I, I don't think, let's not think, let's, I know that's changed my life. Um, and, uh, it's helped. And, yeah. you know, any of the guys too, I got to say, you know, you're in this church and you're having a hard time. You, you gotta, you know, you, you take it from, take it from the, you know, one of the biggest hillbillies you got in this church, you know, you got to reach out and pray, man. You gotta, you gotta do it. I did it. Um, and it really, you know, not not for nothing. We're also not. You're not saying completely goodbye to the particular job that you love or the skills that you have either. I mean, I do, I do, const I do wood stuff on the side. You're you're fiddling yeah. with stuff on oh, the yeah, side. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, even that, even like we talked about Anthony, right? I'm gonna, I'm sure he'd have no problem with me saying this, but he's getting up in age, and I helped him put a. We were working on a vehicle, and he, you know, he called me, and we're, we're I'm helping him with something, and. And he had, there was this part where he couldn't, there's a screw that's got to get in a hole. It's a tight spot. And I'm able to get my fingers in there. And I, and he goes, man, you got good fingers. And I'm like, well, so did you, you're just getting older, you know, it, it, you, mm. you had it. And he, yeah. got, and he's like, oh, you know, and he can see that. And it's, doesn't mean that he doesn't, I mean, he's now on the, on the, uh, he's changed a little bit more to where he now, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff, like look when we were working with Nolan. A lot of it, he's teaching. You know, he's telling them, "Oh, I take this off, take that yeah, off," yeah. and because he knows he ain't climbing under that car anymore on his back on the gravel. He's, yeah. you know, he's older. He's like, "You guys get under there and crawl and pull that nut out," you know. Right. So yeah. that's, I don't know. So it's all, it's all lifestyle yeah. transition. It's, it's, it doesn't it's, mean you're, you got to walk away from it completely. No, and it doesn't take your value away. I'm well, no, I mean, you, you, even the skills that you have. I mean, you guys are touching on this. Would you, Matt, be as effective in the job that you have now if you didn't have all those years in the field? Like, I mean, you know, those years in the field oh, yeah. must help you no, no, know I, what the guys who are in the field are going to need. I, yeah, it's it's 100%. I get, I, I can see, you know, I, I'm much better at bidding a job because I understand what's involved in it. I know most of the locations that we're bidding on or doing work on. So, you know, I have a good idea of like, you know, sounds silly, but how long it takes you to walk from the truck back to the building with parts. So I have a better idea of, you know, get, you know, judging the time. Yeah, it's all experience. You know, the mm. girls are handing me... Um, 
uh, you know, paperwork that some of the guys filled out or, you know, computer paperwork, you know, computer yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, either it got gobbledygooked in there, what they were typing or whatever, but I can understand the job of what they were doing. And I'm able to like, you know, just redo their notes if, if necessary, because right. I can kind of figure out what they did where, where the girls, you know, uh, or the ladies in the office cannot, you know, they, yeah. they, they're not exactly sure. So, you know, I'm doing that kind of work and it, it's not, you know, it's getting the job done. It's helping the company, and it's it's Amen. paying my bills. Do I love it? You know, is it is it where I saw myself? No, but right. Um, is it does it does it work? And in the end, do I feel blessed to be able to you know go to work and pay my bills? You know, Amen. I could be I could be struggling right now. Yeah. You know, I could be you know we could you know having a hard time to put food on the table or all that mm -hmm. stuff. And, yeah. and really, you know, here, you know, we joke, we start the episode, but here I I went and bought a needless truck. So obviously, yeah. I'm blessed enough. Yeah. Um, you know, to do something like that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for every, every thing I got these days. I've just changed. I really have, uh, you know, I, perspective. I, yeah. It's perspective. That's, yeah. that's yeah. 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 Well, I, I think, you know, one of the things we've been talking about really in both times that we've gotten together is identity, right? We've, yeah. we talked a lot last time about what does it even mean to be blue collar and, and getting at that identity question. Now we're asking the question, what happens to your identity when what you do changes. And and I think this is something that folks really need to think through, whether the blue collar, white collar, whatever collar. Um, the, if we find our identity purely in what we do, well, that's going to change. It, it's going to change at, at some point, either health reasons or uh, situation reasons where we, our family's in a situation, we have to change something up or we're just getting older. I mean, these are natural identity changes that happen. And if our identity is so wrapped up in what we do, then we can go into a major crisis when we have to make a, trans, uh, a, a transition. Yeah. And so I think really what's important for folks to hear is if your identity is in Christ, if that's where you find your ultimate identity, I'm a follower of Jesus, then you can weather these transitions more effectively. Doesn't mean there's not going to hurt. Absolutely. Doesn't mean there's not a, a struggle to it. But it's a difference between somebody who goes through a transition and falls apart and somebody who goes through what Romans 5 discusses. Um, we rejoice in our sufferings, and these kinds of transitions are a suffering. We don't want to, to remove that. It's a hard thing and a painful thing. We rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so really what's what's interesting to me there is these transitions will reveal our character. Either we will be shown to be somebody who is willing to weather the storm and follow after the Lord, or we will be shown as somebody who is so wrapped up in our identity as I do this or I do that, that when it's taken away, we fall apart. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I that's And that's... I, this is where I'm like amazed or and, and and really drawn in more is that you know I never had an overwhelming fear a panic yeah. um and I, I know that it was due to the Lord's comfort and that it came in in that time and uh kept my head straight I guess is the best to say um you know do I struggle a little bit now you know yeah I came home yesterday you know beat up from work and I was out had to be out in the field and you know I, I said to Jessica I said you know man I got this trucks coming and you know I'm excited to have it and you know but man I hope my health I'm going to be good enough to get down there and repair it I'm going to be able to do the work I want to it to make it the way I want to make it and you know 
I tell you, sometimes at 45, I work all day and I go home and I got to sit because I'm in pain, you know, from, mm. from the tumors or, you know, from other discomfort. And, uh, you know, that, that's a hard thing. That's a hard, a hard yeah. thing to do. But then I, I sit and think, and I, there's a couple verses and I'm going to blow them all out of wackadoodle and wreck them. Um, but you know, I have a hat, a guy, someone gave me a hat years ago and it's a, it's, um, it's from a Christian company, uh, legends and they, they make hunting clothes and stuff and it's yeah. a Christian based company. Awesome. And I have a hat and it says, you know, be still and know, you know, and, um, that, that's kind of where I fall on it. You know, I try to, I, I just, I think of those, I think of that line, I think of the Sermon on the Mount where, you know, uh, Jesus talks about even the bird doesn't look, you know, the bird doesn't yeah. look for food or, you know, isn't, you know, and, and it just makes, you know, you know where you're going to get fed, you know, mm -hmm. you know that he has a plan. And that, I think that's really been it. I said, this is the plan. I'm walking the plan that he's planned for my life. And it's how I react to that plan is going to, is going to, you know, plan the future. And so I just, I, you know, I felt, I just, in the end, I feel blessed. I really is. And I yeah. think people go, you know, it goes back to when Jose asked me the question. Uh, and I turned and looked at him and I think at that time I said, I, I really, I feel blessed. I don't feel forsaken. I feel that, you know, he hasn't forgotten me. Right. You know, I think if I'm, you know, I just, I don't, I don't feel that way. I've been blessed. I've had, the, he's put opportunities and places in front of me for care and for people and for friendships and, mm -hmm. um, you know, he put me here in this church. So uh, I feel okay, you know? Yeah. 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 And I, well, you know, and, and that's, you, you went through a transition and that was how kind of you process it even emotionally. Yeah, absolutely. But Rob, you, you said something earlier that I think a lot of guys will also be feeling. You made the transition and for the first couple of weeks on the new job, you're angry with the Lord no, for was, having absolutely. gone through this. And I think a lot of guys are going to be feeling that way as they transition. I'm angry. I, yeah. I, uh, either I'm in a situation like Matt where I didn't want to transition or I'm in, a, I'm in a situation like Rob where I felt like transitioning was the best thing, but I still wasn't happy about it. How did you move from processing through I'm angry with the Lord to being more at peace with what he had done? What, what was the process of getting you from anger to, yeah, this is where I am and I actually enjoy what I do? I guess the answer to that is as I was working, I was able to take the skills that I have and incorporate them into the job to where I felt personally fulfilled. I mean, that's the answer. I mean, I, I, there's a line in a movie. It says, uh, it's something, it says this, it says, um, what you, what you do defines who you are. And then the other guy yells at me, he goes, no, who you are defines what you do. And I think that that's what happened. I think my, by coming to this job and once my character took over and my, my, my strengths, I was able to incorporate them into the job and I started feeling personally fulfilled. Mm. That's when, cause you're going to have to have that fulfillment. We, 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 I think not just guys, girls, white, uh, blue collar, whatever. I think that we need to feel fulfilled at the end of the day. And if that's, if, if for some people it's moving paper from one side of the desk to the other, or if it's me and guys like me and Matt who have to create something, you need to have fulfillment. And I think that's what I did. I found fulfillment in my job. Okay. I mean, so that's that's what it was, and and I was taking on extra things, and I mean, there were some jobs in here that required a contract, like this room required a contractor. I'm yeah. like, nope, nope, I'm doing it. Nope, yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> I, I, I definitely, I definitely want to do this. Yeah, and you killed you it, know? and I killed it, and we did it, yeah. and that's right. Where, and that's also, but you got to look, you got to look at that too. That, you know, when you were put here to take that job, you know, here to put to take this job, that that's so it's what you do. You know, you've blessed the church in more ways. It's blessed you, but it's blessed the church. Amen. It's blessed us to be able to sit here and do it. And you know, I don't want to talk money, but it saves money. Amen. And, and, it does. and you've, you've come in and brought that, you know, brought that, you know, ability and, you know, Hey, it'll be here when you're gone. Yeah. You know what I Amen. mean? And, uh, Amen. your biggest struggle though, back to that for the guys transitioning, I know 
I got, it's going to be identity. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be. And I mean, and, and, and your value of them as a man and, and, and I've always, I've, I've always talked to other guys about it. It doesn't matter if you're an, if you're, if you're, if your job is to be an actor on a Broadway stage, does that make you less of a man who, than a guy who's climbing into the engine of a car? No, you're, it's not, it's not right. your job. It's, it's right. who you are as a person. If you're going home and raising those kids and loving your wife and doing what God calls you to do in this world. You're a man. You're yeah. doing your man thing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the re- I know we have a, you know, we joke about it because we, you know, we're blue collar and, you know, it's the, you know, it's the, it's the grimy, dirty working guy. That's the man, you know, but that's not it. It's, it's the guy, it's the, it's the man who steps up and, uh, treats his wife the way we've called the church, you know, yeah. you know, God says yeah. we, you know, Jesus said we treat the, our wife like we treat the church, like mm-hmm. he treats the church, you yeah. know, and, Amen. and, and, uh, you know, you treat your family in that way. And that, that's really what makes you, makes you a man. I know, I know it's not a lot of, you know, you feel ripped away, you lose your job or, you know, you're forced out for other reasons. And it's, uh, you know, I can't even, I mean, I, I could fathom some of it to an extent and I was in a different, you know, yeah. a different position. Mm-hmm. Luckily I have an employer who, you know, wanted to move me to a position, didn't want to lose me, you know, was, right. was, was more, so I was blessed on both directions in that. Um, but, but I get it. It's hard. Well, it's I hard. think, you know, it, it, a lot of it is, it, we wrap up our identity of what we do into our definition of what it is to be a man, you know, because that's how we've defined it for ourselves. And so when that gets removed, we start questioning really deep questions. What does it mean for me to be a man? And, um, you know, I, I love that movie quote. I forget what movie that's that from. That was but... come uh, across the universe. Okay, that yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I love that line um, because it is what who you are defines what you do, and and that defines no matter what job you're on, your character is what matters the most. And um, when it comes to defining what we are as a man, I always kind of go back to Galatians five, and there are these two lists. There's um, the the works of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. And the works of the flesh, when you read them, a lot of these, by the world's definition of what it is to be a man, a lot of them fit in the works of the flesh, not in the fruit of the spirit. I mean, think about this. Um, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality. Then you get things like idolatry, sorcery, enmity. But strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I mean, you look at some of these things in there. How do guys define themselves? Mm. By drinking hard, yep. by uh, sleeping around, by being willing to defend themselves, by fighting. Like some of these things that guys will define themselves by are actually fruits of the, their works of the flesh. They're not the things of God. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we look at the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are things that often aren't listed as like, oh, yeah, how do you know he's a good man? Well, he's really gentle with kids. Or how do you know he's a good man? He's got self-control. Mm. We don't define things that way. But if we start to define what it means to be a man by the fruit of the spirit, what we'll find is we become more effective in our job. We find more effective with our families, with our wives. Amen. It's it's a it's not allowing the world to define what a man is, but allowing scripture to say, no, that's that's a twisted version of being a man. Your character is where manhood shows up the Absolutely. most. Absolutely. No, that's, you know, and that's right. And as you were reading it, I'm sitting here thinking and going that like, it's also too like, it's what, what have you left behind? What's your legacy? Not, not, our, you know, our, our physical flesh and stuff is not, you know, obviously God and is more important than us and all, and all those things. But what I, what I mean is that do your kids remember, you know, are my kids going to remember that, 
you know, dad was a blue collar worker and he mowed the lawn nice. He's going to, they're going to remember whether I was a good father, whether I loved on them, mm -hmm. whether I did things with them. And, um, you, you know, and how, you know, I got an obligation in there to, to, to show them how to love their wife yeah. or be, you know, be how their husband should treat them. You know, I have yeah. a daughter that's, you know, have a daughter. We yeah. all have daughters standing here mm -hmm. and, uh, um, you know, you're, you know, I, we have a responsibility. We don't want, you don't want your daughter with, with, with a man who's a jerk, you know, right. or, Absolutely. you know, you know, you're, you're happy cause he's a construction worker, but really, you know, he's a, he drinks a lot and he comes home and he's going to shove her around the house or something. Right. You know, you need to I teach your daughter. That's not a, you know, you the way you act with your wife is what she's going to expect from a husband. So yeah. these are all things too, that fall right into what we're called to do as Christians. And, yeah. and, um, you know, I think, you know, we were joking about being a man, but I think there, there's some there's some men in this church um, who are good, I feel good Christians, you know, guys that I, I look up to, I see, yeah. and I go, man, yeah. I can't believe, you know, like this, man, you know, and uh, it's, 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 uh, it's impressive, and I think that is more manly. It's more manly, I think, to be probably sensitive at a fight than, than to get in a fight and walk away, mm. you, you know, the, mm. to walk away from it. Yeah. To 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 you know be 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 the calmer man and, and you know Rob and I know how hard that is you know, a, <laughs> you know it's hard it but I mean hard. But I've had, there's a lot of the, things have been thrown tools and whatnot you know yeah. I, I get it but I think you know uh, the poet who takes care of his family well is more of a man than the construction worker who treats his family like dirt of course oh absolutely and of I course. think it's it's just making sure that we have those definitions right, right. Of, of right. what does it mean to be a good man and a, a, a Christian man. And how does that character develop and um, transition and pain and those kinds of things reveal that? Yeah. Um, so what are some of the things just in your own lives? Rob, I'll start with you. Um, some of the things that you practice to make sure your character stays in check so that when because another transition is coming. Yeah, like, amen. that's uh, this for a lot of guys right now. There's uh, a lot of people are transitioning at the same time, but you're going to have another transition. Matt, you got another one coming at some point. I'm going to have transitions. You're going to have transitions, Rob. Everybody's transitioning all the time. That's just a, a reality of life. There's, the, you know, the the cliche, the only yeah. constant is change, right. right? So how do you work on your character? What are some of the things that you do so that the next time transition comes, you're able to weather it well? I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm very open with what I got going on. I bounce a lot of things off people. I pro help process it, including the Lord. Um, what do you call it? I just... I, I don't I think I'm ready for any change that gets thrown at me right now. I mean, because I'm in such a position to think about like I've I've already had my life turned upside down. Let's turn it up again. There's time like I leave the house and there's I have an, I have things I'm gonna do and it never turn my day never goes the way I plan. So I stop planning. <laughs> I just stop planning. Right. I mean, at any minute the cause of school can call for the kid. I gotta go pick up the kid. I'm like, so I I, I think I'm ready for all those changes because God's put that in my in my life and mm. He's beating me down to be like, no, you don't have a schedule. No, nope, you don't have one. So I think that's where I'm at, you yeah. know. And, and and between the marriage group Bible studies that I'm in and and talking to guys and talking to women and getting yeah. getting things processed out loud and helping me, you know, wrap my head around what may be coming or what already came. I'm, I'm, I prepare myself that way. But the, the community to have people Definitely. around you to walk with you has been 100%, huge for you. hundred yeah. percent. And you got, those of you that know me, I don't, I help, I, I'll tell you, I'll, if I meet you tomorrow, I'll tell you everything about myself. <laughs> I mean, I own it. I mean, yeah. I wasn't afraid to say before when you guys, oh, what about you, Rob, you into guns? Nope, not into guns. Yeah. That's fine. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm just not into that, yeah. you know, and I, but I'll, the other thing, I don't, I don't hide nothing. 
Yeah. Man, no, that's, that's good. It's a healthy way to live. I mean, it's, it's, I gotta be honest with you, it's very freeing. It is. It, you do feel better when you. Oh, it's easier yeah. to live an honest life we're, than to pretend something, right? Yeah, no question. Ma- I'm not we're, we're back masks. to feelings again. You know, yeah. we are. It's gone yeah, back yeah. to feelings. But, you know, how many masks can you put on? I'm done. I'm not doing masks. I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking about the mask no, for no, this. No, 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 no. I'm done with that too. But we didn't say that. No, we're not doing. We're not going there. No, we didn't. What are you? What were you going to say, Matt? I was just going to say that, like, you know, it's it's a. We talked about it last time, but it's a hard thing to be free. You know what I mean? With 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 your feelings. You know, and, you know, here we are sitting on the podcast and, you know, who knows how many people listen to it, you know, maybe six, eight. Uh, (laughs) I hope hope there's more than that, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but whatever. Um, You know, but, you know, you talk about these things and, you know, I don't know, you know, you have to. My my thing I think really has been the community is but is being is being coming in this church you know it's taken me like twelve years you know uh, it's sad but you know being here and having most of my friends nowadays are folks from the church and that is a huge difference and I'm not saying that you you can't have people that are not from the church at all because I have a lot of friends that are that aren't churched or, or or Christian folk but having that base around you and being able to talk about things and to be open you know I mean when we're I think if you know, you don't hide anything from the Lord. The Lord knows it all. Oh, yeah. Right. He's planned it all. He's made it all. He's done it yeah. all. So you're not hiding anything. So I don't, I, you know, uh, putting up a false front, um, I, I, you know, it's not getting you anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's just not, it's not good for you, you know, for you personally to grow and to, to move forward. And it's the same with me. I, I never hit anything about being sick. I didn't talk about it openly because I'm not over, you know, I didn't want, I don't want people coming to me and go, Oh, I'm sorry for you, yeah. right, and that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And that's not that's not where I'm at, you know. And and um, and it's and and some people you know need that, and other people don't need that. And I don't like the attention personally, but, um, you know, I appreciate if people pray and things like that, and yeah. you know, I appreciate that. But I think as a we got to come together and just be. This is a body. We're supposed to be a body, right? And that's what we need to do, you know. Well, and and when when you guys are talking about community and the relationships you've built, what you've done is you've created for yourself space where you can be honest and be safe being honest with these guys, because, you know, one of the challenges I wish church was different, but it's it's not for people. Um, You can be honest with the wrong person and and they'll, you know, either they'll use it against you or they'll treat you different or something like that. So what it requires is you taking the time to build the relationships where you can trust the people that you'll be open and honest with. And uh, that does mean being here. Like there's some guys who just haven't come back because they're busy now on Sundays. I was like, well, all right. I, I get that there's things to do, always things to do. But if you prioritize being in worship, not only are you prioritizing the Lord, but you're also giving yourself the opportunity to build those relationships where you can go deeper and you can be your honest self. Right. Because yeah. if if you're not going to be your honest self with somebody who's basically a stranger. I th- I, no, you're right. And it's, it's you know, it goes back to remember we were talking about going out and doing things. You know, we just had that. We just had that trunk or treat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was over here at the Montgomery branch. And I had a blast. And normally that's not something I would even do. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't go out for whatever, you know, but you know what? You got to see community. And I'll tell you, there were a lot of people here that were not from this church. There were right. people from this off the oh, street yeah. and man, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Let them come here and see, see what we're made of and what we're about. And, uh, it was fun. I had a good, I had a good time. It was fun. And you know, that's what it's about. We got to, I think we need more of that stuff, you know, personally. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole yeah. other thing, you know, like the tailgate we had, you know, and I was able to cook some chicken. I had a lot of fun. That, that's We need to do that. And that's where yeah. we get together and become a, more of a family, a closer family. And, uh, you know, I think everybody needs it, especially t- this world is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't care where you stand on anything. It's crazy. And, um, you know, we got to we, – we're Christians. And so we're that yeah. first. We're that first before we are – 
you know, right, left, whatever we are. Yeah. We we are Christians first. And when you when you pick up the Bible and you read it, you know, we're called for certain things. Yeah. You know? No question. Yeah. No question. You know, and that's part of the reason I have a I have such a love for the marriage groups, Matt, because I mean, like just like we always say as a Christian, right? You know the Lord. You want to share that with everybody because it's exciting to know the Lord. You know, it's a good thing. With with the marriage group, me and my wife, I mean, I'm not going to tell you that we, 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 we were easy to hold. We, it was easy to hold time, but now we've got it figured out to where her and I, I can't, guys, I can't really remember the last time we, we were on, we were at odds, you know, despite Jackie and Jason and Olivia and the in-laws and the dog and all this craziness, we have not been at odds in a while. And because I've, not to say I haven't figured out, I don't want to go there and be like all cocky, but because I've got it, we're navigating it together. I want to share that with people and tell people like, this is how we've done it. And this is how, and let's, let's work, let's work together on this, you know? And, and Matt, you're in our marriage group and do we know what you share with me, with me and your wife and what I share with you and my wife. And then what, what Lou shares with his and his wife, we take all that and we're strengthening each other and we're also helping each other. Like, all right, dude, this is where you screwed up. This mm -hmm. is where in my opinion, you screwed up right here. Boom. And then I get it. You get it. And it's, it works. Yeah. We, also, we also got three powerhouse ladies there. Those, those three ladies are, are uh, tough ones. Yeah, they're tough. They yeah. are tough. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I mean, but this is, this is what the Christian life looks like. This is what discipleship looks like. It's, it's, you guys have, have been through some things together in your marriages and you're able now to turn around to younger marriages and say, Hey, yeah, you ran into the same wall that I ran into at full speed. Let's talk that through. Let me help you Amen. out. And, Amen. and that's how we build one another up and encourage one another in the body of Christ. And, and that's, I think maybe the last thing that I want to make sure we get out there. So the guys who are going to be going through a major transition right now, and, and we, we focus a lot on jobs because of some of the things that are going on in culture, but there's, there's different kinds of transitions that are happening that a lot of guys are facing. Don't face those by yourself. Absolutely. Like, don't feel like, I, I think a lot of guys are just like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to clench my teeth. I'm going to push through this and I'll be all right on the other side of it. And maybe, but the odds of you being all right on the other side of it are greatly increased when you talk to somebody about it. When you talk to, when you come up to Matt and say, Hey, you went through this, I'm going through something similar. Let's talk that through. Yeah. Or you come up to Rob and say, Hey, I'm also having to, because my family make a change. Walk me through that. It's, it's, it's talking to people who have been there. And uh, that's part of why we wanted to have this show yeah. is we different shows meet different people. And um, what I really was hoping for this is if you're going through a transition, you're going through a time of change. I hope you're hearing resoundingly from all three of us. Don't do it by yourself. No, absolutely. have people to talk to yeah. go to, you know, absolutely. you can, you can call a pastor. Sure. We're here, but you can also uh, talk to Anthony shallow. Mm -hmm. You can also talk to Rob. You can Absolutely. talk to, Ma no, to Matt. Right. And, yeah. and you know, you get, might get a different flavor of advice than you would if you sat down with Jose. But um, it's going to be good. Yep. It's going to be helpful Absolutely. to talk to people who've already been through it. Don't go by, through it by yourself. No, you got to, you know, it's, 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 you know, that's right. You, this is a community here, and that's the point. You know, I think that's the point. The point is to come here and be brothers and sisters in Christ, right? And, 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 you know, lean on each other. And it's hard yeah. because, you know, it's a big, it's a, it is a big church and we have different branches and so on and so forth. But, you know, within your communities and your branches and, you know, you, you got to find those people and, and, and do that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. We, I mean, I'm not going to drop his name, but we had a guy respond to the last podcast and literally you, me and Anthony went over there, yeah. hung out with, hung out with him, had yeah. a good conversation yeah. and now he's in our marriage group. Yep. It's that's great. That's great. I mean, I, and you know? Hey, you know, like, so 
There's one person listening. Hey, yeah, that's <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now we just gotta get to number uh, two. We gotta get two. You know? we gotta get to I love it. All right. So. Well, listen, guys. Thank you for coming in, spending some time, hanging out. Yep, and, we love it. It's uh, fun. I know uh, we all have to get back to work now. But um, thank you for the time. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been a special episode. So there's really no season, no episode, none of that. Season nine premiere coming up right around the corner. Really excited about some of the things through Advent and then into the new year. So for now, that's it from Goodwill Talk. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We hope that this episode encouraged you. To listen to more episodes or to give us that five-star rating, check us out at iTunes or Google Play. You can also listen on the Goodwill Church app. And for more information about Goodwill Church, visit us at goodwillchurch.org. See you again next time here at Goodwill Talk.